Hello, hello, and welcome to Priority Talk Live on WXJC. This is Tom Littleton sitting in uh, for Greg Davis, who is out uh, celebrating a, a family event with his family. Uh, if you're out there, we're uh, uh, saying uh, hi to you, Greg, and uh, we're holding down the fort here. I've got Jason and Jason with me. Pastor Jason Hall Cox sitting across from me, and yes, also sir. Jason in the nerve center through the glass there. So we're we're glad that you joined us. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, today about uh, faith and family values, and it's not going to be as boring as that may sound. I promise. Uh, that's something you hear a phrase a lot because it's election season, and that's kind of why we chose to talk about it. But we're going to do a deep dive into this. I want to give you a scripture. Um, uh, this is Joshua 24. This is Joshua charging the children of, of Israel uh, as they're uh, possessing the land. They've been through a lot. A whole generation has been lost because of their unbelief. And he charges them uh, to decide what God they're going to serve, basically. Uh, and, and verse 15, he says, if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves that uh, this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served uh, that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, this is our theme verse for the day for you to, to think about what this means. What does it mean to make this commitment of faith, not only for you, but for your family, that you're going to set your face like a flint, you're going to be faithful, and you're going to serve the Lord. You're joining us here on Priority Talk Live. Again, Tom Littleton and uh, Jason Hallcock sitting in for Greg. See, it takes two of us to takes, sit in yeah, for Greg. So. He, he carries a carries a big weight. He does. Yeah. He does. And we think you do a, an excellent job yes. there, guys. We enjoy the program. We're glad you joined in with us. You can hear also on WXJCRadio.com. Uh, and this show, you know what it's about, is about uh, good news and Christian values. That's the the mission here. But you're joining us here again on uh, 101.1 FM WXJC. So tell me, you're thinking about uh, this, this theme I had put out there about faith and family. Are you hearing that any uh, during this election cycle? Oh, absolutely. It's something that's it's always on the forefront. And the attack on the family is real. Yeah. And just the definition as a whole and it's the fabric of our of our our nation, and it's being ripped and shredded. So uh, us as Christians, uh, we we we've got to stand for the truth. Yes, yeah, so it's more than a campaign slogan, right? For sure, and it can't be like the church's slogan if we're approaching it like that, like uh, you know, like there's some kind of a um, uh, you know cute thing to say that represents you know something catchy. And, and, and it has no substance be behind it. And that's why I wanted to use this verse from Joshua, because Joshua really gets down to business. Because uh, bottom line, we're living in an idolatrous culture. Yes. And that's a lot of what we're seeing. You know, the big story, of course, in the last week or so is uh, affecting Christians and uh, affecting these issues for us would be the Roe v. Wade yes. decision. You following some of that? Absolutely. And it's uh, it's one of those things that has deep roots. And to try to think we can just go in pull it up and it and it disappears is you know basically we're we're fantasizing on that and it's a very very topic that uh, that's in the forefront not only in the church but in this, in, the, in the world and it it affects a lot of people it's a very it's a very polarizing subject for sure and it's been so rooted since 1973 that it's a it's a deep-rooted issue that's uh that's come to the forefront and i'm just praying that god you know come through for us on this and and some you know cooler heads and people that'll think about really what this meant uh, yeah. to our nation 
yeah. what it means going forward. Yeah, I, I ran the numbers one time. I, I've lost track of the website. I used to have it bookmarked, uh, but it actually tracked the abortions worldwide. Mm. And of course, by far, yeah. the communist countries were way ahead of the of the oh, actual sure. numbers. It was horrendous. And then, of course, Russia had their independent Russia numbers, which were in the hundreds of millions. And then they had the um, uh, the Soviet Union prior to that, uh, which was all these collection of countries right. uh, the, yeah. uh, in the Soviet Union. But uh, and China, of course, with the one child policy, which right. we see that the ongoing devastations of that. So this issue is not just a p- political issue. It is a moral issue. Absolutely. It is at the core a moral issue. And it's a non-negotiable. Right. So that's that's what we're really looking at now a couple of things i've got a little special nuance on this in a couple of minutes here before the first break uh i think that the the push especially the way this leaked out and mm. they've already stirred up the division do you know uh, a, a friend of mine uh brandon house that i work with uh in media he pointed out that uh, actually the uh original roe v wade decision was leaked oh. not the whole uh paper but the uh you know but the decision right. was leaked ahead of time so it was a divisive issue then sure. it's something a lot of people had been fighting for um i yeah, mean that's right. hard to imagine you know but the feminist movement it holds this this right as they call it yes. very They're, very precious very dear but there's been a movement among christians to uh sort of uh detach uh the church from mm-hmm. the polarization here i know tim keller just did uh, a couple of comments publicly that some guys have written about in Christian uh, Post, uh, basically saying, you know, um, well, we don't need to uh, lapse into disunity uh, over this issue, but it, there's not any common ground. There's not any middle ground. And and the, the uh, author of that article in Christian Post is pretty critical of Keller's comments because Keller ties it to idolatry and compares it to idolatry, but fails to realize that in the ancient world, it is directly linked to idolatry. Well, Would you no agree? I agree. And, and what you're doing is you're, you're playing God. Yeah. God is the giver and the taker of life. And any time you step into that role, it's idolatry. Yeah. Clear cut. Yeah. And, and that life is precious. If we yes. know even from the prophet uh, Jeremiah that before I, I, I formed you yeah. in your mother's womb, right. I knew you. You think that's unique and special just to that one man? No, that's that's true of every every human being. And so if he has the hairs of our head all numbered and he knows our thoughts before we think them, God has that kind of intimate knowledge of us. Then every life is precious. Every life is given and breathed by God. Yeah. And so when you step in to say, well, it's my choice, my body, it's really God is the giver of life, period. Right. And, And of course, we saw, you know, the first prohibition that's mentioned of this the, this result of idolatry is very early on oh, yeah. in the Pentateuch. We're told, you know, don't offer your your children in the fire, you know, to don't cause them to pass yeah. through the fires into Molech. And we see that throughout the history of God's people, that the nation around them, that the the culture around them thought this was an acceptable thing because of the delusion of idolatry yeah. in their hearts. Their their foolish hearts were darkened, they were blinded, and they didn't place value on life. So any culture that is disregarding the most innocent and vulnerable life is a culture that has has lost touch with God. And for America, we I mean, we're because of our Christian heritage, we obviously should know better. Yeah, and Tommy, we're disillusioned when we think we are in control, Yeah, and we try to take control, like we're the creator, 
I mean, we're not the creator. God uses us in the creation process, but he, he knows the name. He knows everything that he has planned for that individual. And so it's, it's his choice. He, he's the choice, let's be right. honest. And he's the giver of life. And I think it's, uh, we're disillusioned to think we, we have the power to, to allow or snuff out life. And that's, it's, it's murder. And, and we, we know where that, where that gets us. And it's, and it's, it's really a sad thing. You know, you, you talked about the numbers of, uh, and it's, it's probably countless at this moment. And uh, it's one too many. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, with the advent of ultrasound, that's mm. been one of the strategy, uh, strategy strategies now is yeah. to put out, uh, you know, ultrasound equipment where people can see uh, the, the child and see right. it moving and that it is not tissue as right. they're propagandized. But, you know, uh, that, I remember the first time we saw our son's uh, mm. image and, uh, you know, and uh, just what a powerful moment that yeah. was. It's life changing. And people, you know, the worst thing about sin over this issue is just that it has us so rooted in selfishness that we we don't realize what God is giving us yes. and and that we would even despise that or reject that in some way or devalue that but you know as a Christian a lot of what we learn is through uh, living that role as a parent I know yes. you you're we'll talk about that in a, in a bit yeah. uh, you're a successful parent I think in my um, estimation you and Sandy your wife and uh, she, she brings she brings up the she brings me up. How about yeah, that? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and all of us married up. We're certainly willing to uh, admit that. Uh, you're here with us at, on Priority Talk Live on WXJC. I'm Tom Littleton uh, sitting in uh, with uh, Jason Hallcox for Greg Davis. Uh, when we get back from the break, you guys got something on your mind. You want to talk about this? We're talking about uh, faith and family values. Feel free to call in 205-941-1011. We'll be right back. <laughs> Box Mortgage, NMLS, 184762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212055. I just want to talk about my experience with Fox Mortgage. Cordarius Witherspoon is another very happy Fox Mortgage customer. They were able to get us refinance. We saved about 1.8% on our interest rate, and that saved us thousands of dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. We were able to also do a cash payout on our mortgage with that refinance, and we were able to pay off a lot of debt, so it was great for us. If you're looking to refinance your mortgage, I would highly recommend Fox Mortgage. The people over there at Fox Mortgage, Jody, Dawson, Melody, all of them were persistent in getting the rate that I needed, and they were really helpful. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey, he's the longest-running advertiser with Crawford Broadcasting, been on the air since 1992, and so whether his clients are looking for their dream home or refinancing, Jim and his team will work to find you the right loan program at the lowest rate. Let them go to work for you. Call them today at 205-661-6868. That's Fox Mortgage, quick as a fox, at 205-661-6868. Hi, everybody. This is Andy Andrews, and when I'm in Birmingham, or anywhere in Alabama, or anywhere in the United States on the Internet, I love Priority Talk with Greg Davis.
All right, welcome back. Tom Littleton sitting in uh, for Greg Davis. I've got uh, uh, along with me here uh, for the ride, Jason Hallcox, a local pastor. Guy used to sing with the uh, Imperials, right? Yes, I did. did. How was that? It was fun. It was uh, tiring at times, but but, uh, it was very rewarding. Didn't you tell me over 500 concerts? Yeah, a couple of years. Uh, That's a lot of road time. A lot of road, (laughs) a lot of Cracker Barrels. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, we're glad to have you with us. We're here on uh, WXJC on 101.1 FM. You can call in if you got a comment. We're uh, uh, talking about uh, faith and family values, 205-941-1011. You can also pick up on uh, WXJCradio.com. We're just glad you're here because, you know, this is, uh, as far as I know, still Alabama's only live Christian talk uh, radio program. So. Uh, and for those of you joining us on Facebook, uh, my regrets. Uh, you're having to <laughs> look at what's going on here in the studio. It ain't pretty, but uh, but we're doing our best. Yes. But, uh, you know, we were talking before the break some about the Roe v. Wade decision. And you mentioned that, you know, the family is really what's under attack. Yes. And, and even the faith is uh, Christian faith, pure saving Christian faith is under attack because that's really the the focus of the enemy yes. to unhinge Christians from biblical faith and at the same time just tear apart the family because those two things are foundational Absolutely. and um, the you know America has been blessed because of a strong uh, regard for the living God and his word that yes. has uh, taken root in our country and you know like we said um, faith and family values that's not just a campaign slogan no. even though you hear it uh, uh, often said this time of year, but I was uh, reading a couple of things. You know, there's uh, I don't think this Roe v. Wade thing was an accident no. that they put it out uh, at Mother's Day. Right. And you may have seen that some uh, churches, but particularly Catholic churches, had protesters showing up in major yeah. cities. Have oh, you yeah. follow that? I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. And, and so uh, they said even Pence, uh, former Vice President Pence, was urging the president to speak out and, and you know, and call this out and, and condemn it. But uh, for Mother's Day, you have this uh, protest coming at churches, and yeah. then uh, we don't know how really widespread that was, but I've seen a few uh, film clips that are you know, they're pretty disturbing. But uh, I noticed, uh, picked up on this little article uh, that uh, was put out by one of the Christian um, uh, Newswire agencies that Senate is actually holding uh, uh, some meetings right now, laws and enforcement governing the political activities of tax-exempt organizations. They're actually politicizing a look into uh, churches and other mm-hmm. nonprofits uh, and their political activities. Of course, you know the Johnson mm-hmm. um, amendment had prevented uh, um, churches from actually engaging and endorsing candidates, that kind of stuff. Which I, I'm not really for that, uh, but uh, you know, for us openly endorsing, trying to tell people how to vote. But I will say this: you know, we the, the issues matter. And, Absolutely, the policies and, matter. Yeah, and uh, the moral issues are. Yes. Non-negotiables, but in in this uh, report, they're claiming that over a billion dollars over the last twelve years 
uh, uh, has flooded in through, quote unquote, dark money. Mm -hmm. And so this has actually become a very partisan debate. But what they're wanting to do is strip churches of their uh, tax exempt status, saying that, oh, you're you're being used uh, for as a funnel for for dark money. And and you've got all these tax uh, breaks. And plus, some of them are getting government direct government funding. And so they're trying to put a short leash on the churches to say you, you can't be involved in these issues. And then, of course, we have the idea of tribalism. You know, that's the big accusation nowadays. Oh, we can't be tribalistic. (laughs) And uh, that's, you know, when you hear these buzz phrases, it's scripted. But I'm going to throw something out there. You can tell me what you think. Uh, I believe that this is clearly orchestrated. You know, the stars didn't align on this. They're going after the churches, nonprofit. They're protesting at the churches. They've got this hot issue, number one um, social issue and and the great divide i mean this is like the grand canyon uh between those who support abortion and those who oppose it and so uh trump was the most pro-life president uh that has overtly and uh and uh, and you know i I congratulate him for that And, and the movement really went forward but it's his impact on the surface on the supreme court that has brought this about but it looks like the timing and the opportunity for pushing that divide is is, is what uh, is, is sort of in the bigger picture. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and you know uh, the church, it's you know it's it's a, it's a no brainer. I mean, where where the church should stand, obviously, is 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 where they should be standing. But there's a divide in the church. It's yeah. uh, it's unbelievable, and I think the whole thing is is to divide the country because it, the enemy knows that if he can bring deception and division then we can't stand and 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 the united states has become a, a fragmented country at best over the last couple of years and so this hot topic has hit at a very very pivotal time for our country and i think that uh you know with, with the president basically putting his head in the sand he's not seeing or even speaking against or for it's just kind of you know, let, let it happen and he's not standing on, on the premise of what it should be standing on. But it's the leaking is interesting because, you know, when anything's leaked, it's, it's, it's brought about to try to bring division yeah. before anything even comes to a head. Yeah. Yeah. All I leaks, didn't know that, that it happened in 73. That's interesting. It uh, is. Isn't it? It, you know, the, the whole brief wasn't. But the but, uh, but, but the, 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 oh, yeah, the decision, the, the decision was, was leaked. Yeah. That's interesting. So, you know, I look at, at how people approach this issue and, and how people – it is politicized, yes. but it is, it is much deeper. It's not solely a political issue, and it, it's not just a, depending on what party you vote or tend to vote or a member of or whatever. It has nothing to do with that. And like I said you know, earlier, this is a, an age-old problem as mm-hmm. long as there's been civilization. Yes. It's linked to idolatry uh, uh, yeah. throughout the Scripture, and we are an idolatrous culture. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. We have it. a show named after it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we won't name the show, but we know you the know, show. Right. And and so here we are uh, looking at uh, an issue as if it's just an issue when it has to do with the most innocent form of life. And yes. then uh, if you pulled all the politics yeah. out of this, if you had a big vacuum and you could just suck all the politics out of the room with this, it comes down to a very, very simple spiritual issue. Yes. And so we have to wonder if we are willing to discount and devalue life on any level, where does it end? It doesn't. No. 
Uh, it'll be, you know, the elderly next. It'll be uh, the uh, those who uh, face uh, special physical or mental right. challenges, you know, anyone who's considered deficient. We get right back into that eugenics world where yes. uh, only, uh, you know, only that uh, super race is really uh, yeah. worthy of, uh, of uh, breathing the air. And who and who is the judge of that? Yeah, right, right. And so we set ourselves up in the place of God. Yeah. So uh, we're here. This is Tom Littleton with Jason Hallcox. We're here on Priority Talk Live, sitting in for Greg Davis. If you miss him, let him know. Uh, we love him. We miss him. Send him our best. You're here on WXJC 101.1 FM. Call in after the break, 205-941-1011. We'll be back. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Hello. Hey, Alabama. This is Phil Robertson here. Don't forget, you're listening to Greg Davis on WXJC Radio. My life be like. My life be like. All right, Priority Talk Live, Tom Littleton, Jason Hawcox, and and Jason in the uh, Nerve Center. We're glad to have you back. We're here on WXJC 101 FM. Thank you for joining us. I know you're missing Greg. We love him. He's a great guy. Uh, but you got uh, stuck today with uh, with uh, me, Tom, and uh, and Jason. So we're sitting in, and we're yes. talking about uh, faith and family values. And uh, we appreciate you joining us. You can find us on WXJCRadio.com as well. So also on Facebook. Uh, hi, the Facebook folks <laughs> out there. And uh, so... Uh, we're um, we're talking about faith and family values, which is more than a, a campaign slogan. So uh, emphasizing faith in and of itself, I, I love uh, you know Hebrews. Uh, we have that uh, oh, that great um, uh, opening verse of uh, Hebrews eleven. That's yeah. your your famous uh, faith's hall of faith hall of fame uh, chapter. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yes. I know one one uh, version says it is the title deed. Yes. So, um, uh, and I think that's appropriate because faith is really based on the word of God, what yes. God has spoken, spoken, written, affirmed, uh, confirmed, watches over to f- perform, faithful to, and that uh, we take God at his word. Yes. And uh, of course, Hebrews goes on to say, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For if we come to God, we must believe that he, he is, is and is a rewarder of those yeah. finish, finish who it. diligently seek him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's not a casual thing. No. Faith is not a no. casual matter. So, no. uh, you know, the devil really has done a lot to pervert and twist yes. and dilute uh, faith. Yes. Uh, and, in our generation, probably even Christian faith is more um, under assault by, yes. you know, sort of the 
uh, armchair theologian, you know, and commentary of the culture, and 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 people just trying to find a mushy middle because they yeah. see faith as a divisive issue. What right. what do you think? Well, you know, the Bible says that each man is given a measure of faith, so we all have it. It's depending on how much. And he said, if you have a, the faith of the grain of a mustard seed, now that's if you know anything about that's very tiny, it's mm-hmm. tiny. And I believe that. Uh, we all have faith. What what do we have faith in? I preached a message uh, a couple of weeks ago about believing, and one of my points was having how do you get the steps to believing? Faith is one of those steps to get there. But if you look at the word believe, and not to get off track, but there's a word lie in the middle of it, L-I-E, mm-hmm. and the enemy wants you to believe that there's no that that faith is a lie. It's just it's hoping in just air. It's, you're grasping at straws. But I think that uh, I think that the world they they want to believe they want to have faith in something now there's only one true solid thing that we can put faith in is christ the solid rock everything right. else is sinking sand like you said they want to get it to be a mushy middle but uh my wife and i like to look at that 11 1 hebrews 11 1 it's now faith we, we put the emphasis on now because see it takes faith all the time mm-hmm. it's a now faith it's now it's yeah. it's current and uh, you can't look back and say, well, I had faith way back then, or I got faith coming up. It's a now thing. It's present, and so we live in a day and age where, man, it it takes a lot of faith. I mean, you know, we we lose faith so quickly. I mean, with the social media and all the things, and people getting canceled and and things been squished. And uh, but faith is a now thing. What are we putting our faith in? And we put our faith in Jehovah, one only true God. Yeah. And, you know, Hebrews 11, uh, some call it uh, faith's hall of fame. Yeah. Uh, faith is made for crisis. Isn't yes. It? And you see all these people in biblical history yes. who are uh, uh, the push has come to shove. Right. Yeah. They are in crisis. And so, you know, you're you're bound and they're going to throw you in the in the fiery furnace. Right. Yes. Uh, or <laughs> they're going to throw you in the lion's den yeah. or you're you're sticking your neck out with Pharaoh and yeah. you're you're saying, let my people go. I mean, uh, the thing that, you know, faith is for people who champion the purpose and the call of God. And, you know, to walk in faith, you know, uh, you know, we're we're uh, we're really in a world where. Uh, our senses are overloaded and so it's easier to have confidence in the things that we can see yes you know uh and and our and uh you know assault our senses but you know that is as paul remind us that's the temporary world it's seeing the things that are not seen yeah as as seeing him who is eternal and that's how moses stepped out there and stuck his neck out and and you might say paid a price for it but uh, he gained the ultimate uh, gain. And, you know, by faith, we see that men like Abraham, our forefather yes. in the faith, he stepped out, he obeyed, he became what the friend of God. Yes. Moses had an exchange with God on the mountain repeatedly yes. as a man uh, with a face to face with his friend. And, you know, I think often the object of faith is is uh, is missed because uh, the object is God himself, of yes. course, and faith is not some static thing. It's not, well, you have, you've seen this, I'm an evangelist. I, I often hear people say, well, I have my beliefs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you know, th- is that something you can take out of your pocket and put on the shelf? No, no faith is, is more believing, which is a verb, which is an act yes. of trust and engagement and continuance. And so we're looking at 
really engaging God on a way that we're we're putting all our trust in him. And, you know, my parents taught me, don't put your all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> right. But when it comes to God, you do, you do, you do. Right? You agree? It's the only thing you can put your faith in. Be honest. I mean, it's the only thing that is he is faithful. And so I think that to to put any kind of we put our you know obviously we we have our faith in our in our spouse we we have faith in our friends and people but really truly the only one that's never going to let us down the only truly one that's infallible is God Jehovah God He's it because we'll fail each other us as humans we're going to we're, we're and you see it you know why did they break up well he was unfaithful mm-hmm. or she was unfaithful. But there's only true one God that, that that's worth putting all our eggs in the basket. That's a good, great point. And we could never, never overemphasize or or, or, or exaggerate the faithfulness of God. Yeah. Never. Ne- we, we can't we can't say, you know, it's like they say over promise, you know, or under promise over deliver. God will always he, he's, he does exceeding abundantly above what we ask, think or even or we imagine. And so that, that's worth our faith. It says it's now faith is, is the evidence of things unseen. Like you said a few mm-hmm. moments ago, we can't put our hands around. We can't grab it. We can't put it in our pocket. But it's inside of us. It's, it's our faith in God. It's our walk. We walk of faith. faith. You yeah. hear it said all the time. How's your faith walk? Yeah. How, you know, and it's a walk of faith because we don't see it. And, and, and Jesus says, blessed are those who believe yet not see. Yeah. And that is faith. Yeah, and the just shall live by faith. Absolutely. I mean, that is an undeniable uh, principle that God has yeah. has laid before us. He's confirmed it. The just shall live by faith. We're not going to be able to just kind of make our our way through this. And and you know, faith promises um, uh, that that God hears. Yeah. And and when we pray, like uh, Jesus said, uh, if you believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Now, yeah. isn't that an expansive oh, uh, horizon for a person's future? Yeah. And, and, you know, if you, by faith, you speak to this mountain, it'll be removed. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we're not casting mountains around here or going into <laughs> some E.W. Kenyon stuff. I'm just saying, taking God yeah. at his word. Yeah, and, absolutely. you know, our desire and our prayers have to be aligned with him and, and subdued by right. his word and his uh, holy nature. But... Uh, you know, God does call us to be mountain movers, to be yes. men and women of God in the face of adversity yeah. and to um, not be a bunch of wimps. You yeah. know? And uh, I, I've looked at this, you know, we see this in the face of our kids all the time. Now, I know you guys, we're going to talk about this in the second hour about your family, but you've you've been able to see your kids come to faith Absolutely. And, and they're they're walking uh, they're out. grown and they're yeah. walking out now. How much more? Has God given us insight into him by faith, by the opportunity to be parents, to long for their best and to to invest in them? And I'm, I'm really moving toward what we'll talk about with right. family in the second hour. But it's so important for us to realize that all, the only way this is going to work is going to be on a foundation of faith. Yeah. And so when when people do say, oh, faith and family values, if we take it for what it really means biblically right and what we're being called to engage then we realize how sobering and important these issues are and you know for the church we have the opportunity you know to uh be anchored in our faith to mature to grow to be discipled uh but the bottom line it kind of comes down to our walk with the lord yes you know do do we have a prayer life do we have a devotion to god that helps us in our decision process and 
I don't know, maybe a lot of you guys out there, you, you know, you've struggled and you've had the, you know, these issues come up again and again in your life. And you just, you feel like, you know, that maybe you failed so many times in this that uh, you, you, you don't know how to get up again. But I can tell you that's one of the great things about faith because faith is really born out of failure. Yes. A lot. Right. Yes. You know, yeah. they say the saying is you fake it until you make it. No, you faith it yeah. until you make it. You, yeah. you you put your faith in God and, and you know, it's obviously it's not about falling and staying down, it's falling and getting back up. Yeah. And putting your faith in where where your next step is in, in him. Yeah. And and you know, there was Peter yes. you know, sees Jesus oh, yeah. walking on the water and he said, If it's really you, it's you you you, bid me, you bid me to come. Yeah. So he steps out. No well the other guys didn't even step out of the boat, right? No. But uh And even after they saw him step out they didn't yeah. think about that. But for that one moment he's, he's on walking it on the water with Jesus. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think Jesus calls us all out of the Absolutely. Boat. And, and, uh, imitations there. Yeah. And I thank God that, you know, he's, he's merciful with us. It's just like the father yeah. who brought his son for healing, you know, yes. and the disciples couldn't, couldn't deliver him. And, and he said, you know, uh, I believe help my unbelief. unbelief. So faith is made for the weak, right? Yes. Because it's not big faith. Like you said, it's the faith of a mustard seed. Yeah. And it's not the, the, it's not the size, but the substance Absolutely. of the faith. And back to what Hebrews uh, 11 one says. So the, you know, and I think for salvation, you know, faith, uh, well, we'll get to that. But um, uh, for me, you know, I know that God has always called me to a deeper place, you know, and where maybe yesterday's faith isn't good enough oh, for yeah. today. And we're always being stretched. Let's build it. It's yeah. building. It's from glory to glory. And you see, I think I think it's I mean, it's like anything in our lives. The more we become accustomed and it's not that we he's familiar, but it is it, faith builds. You build on Faith, faith I, in my message I preached the other day, faith is, is, the, is the roadmap. It's the GPS. It, 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 it plans our, our, our step. It's the, it's, it's the road. I mean, we don't, when we're driving down the road, we don't turn off into the, into the woods because there's no path there. And the Bible says that it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, and that's our faith. Right. Right, exactly. So you're with us on Priority Talk Live, WXJC. I'm Tom Littleton sitting in for Greg Davis. We've got uh, uh, Jason Hawcox, pastor, uh, along for the ride, and uh, we appreciate you being with us. Why don't you call in? You've got some comments to make on uh, your your experience with faith, your struggles with faith, uh, anything that uh, you've got on your heart and mind, 205-941-1011. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff 
at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Dr. Ben Carson, I hope you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis, a real patriot. We together are going to make sure that America is a great place, and that's why we've written the book, Created Equal. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Priority Talk Live, Alabama's only live Christian talk radio. Yes, you found it here on 101.1 FM 850 AM. We've got the lines open, available to you, 205-941-1011. Tom Littleton sitting in for Greg Davis and uh, also got my uh, friend, Pastor uh, Jason Halcox. Welcome, Jason. Yes, yes. Glad to be here. So we're talking about faith. Uh, in this hour and uh, just kind of finishing that up uh, you know I think of Romans uh, 10 you know the the prayer of faith what often people will call a sinner's prayer right. uh, I know there's been a lot of yeah. kind of theological debate about you know is there an official sinner's prayer I mean <laughs> can the person be well I can tell you I was saved through praying sinner's prayer because when my brother prayed with me, I didn't. I couldn't pray myself out of a wet paper bag, yeah. you know. And so he helped me see, yeah, you know, what, what what it was in the scripture. This beautiful verse that's from uh, Romans ten. It says, uh, "For with the heart uh, one believes unto righteousness, but with the mouth yes. confession is made unto salvation." So, uh, what we believe is important. Who yes. we believe in is desperately important. And you know, there's only one name we can call on to truly be saved. Yeah. And, and that's the name of Jesus, Jesus, the name above all names, the name at which every knee will bow and every tongue confess. Yeah. Now, I use that line a lot uh, when witnessing people sure. because, you know, everybody is going to bow yes. and faith is going to be put. There's an object to everyone's faith. Yes. You know, we saw that during COVID, you know, people are going to put their faith in the scientists. They're going to put their faith in the, the vaccine. They're going to yeah. put their faith in uh, protocols and this kind of stuff. Well, bottom line is... Um, our lives, uh, you know, are, are, are come from God and they belong to God. Yes. So when we're facing, you know, scary times like that has been for many, uh, then, you know, ultimately we need to be trusting God. Yes. And, but we do have, like you said, we've given that measure of faith. So where do we, what is the object of that faith? So in the case of Jesus, there's only one mediator between us and God. So yeah. we're called to put our faith in him and in God's word that God has made a way of salvation. And that way, I, I, I try to compare it to, you know, that connecting point, like, yes. like almost like the uh, electric circuit yes. where, where, you know, the metal meets metal when you plug that thing in to the wall. And that faith is that unseen power yes. that comes. And it's not, just uh, a random power. It's the power of God himself. It's the presence of the Lord that he sends his spirit into our heart. Otherwise we just be lost. Right. And you and I could act all sanctimonious and (laughs) act like we're big theological thinkers here today, (laughs) but we would be unregenerate. We would be unchanged people. It's like the wind. It's the wind. I mean, we, we, we don't see the wind. We see the effects of the wind. Yeah. And when the, and we feel the wind, which that's what Jesus told Nicodemus. Exactly. And so we have the faith, and I'm thankful God. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to prove himself to me. He's God. But he does. He lets me feel him. He lets me, I hear him. The Bible says that my sheep will know my voice, 
And so as 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 his sheep of his pasture, I, I, I feel his wind blow. I feel his voice speak to me. I, I open his word. He's speaking all the time. It's a living word. It's it's living and breathing. It's, you can read the same scripture over and over again and, and it speak to you from different angles. It's beautiful. It's it, it's life giving. It's bread. And so I think that faith is, uh, like you said, it's it's it, what 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 we put it in is very important. It's extra important because what what we put it in will will decide what we do. Whether we will wilt, whether we will fall away, or whether we will thrive and be alive. Because he said he'd come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Don't doesn't every everyone want life abundant? I do. I mean, if you, you go and sign, where do I sign? Well, you sign by f- putting your faith in the one and only true God. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, I think as a pastor, you know this, people struggle to sort of muster yeah. the faith. Yeah, and pun, pun intended. Yeah, and, and they, they struggle to be able to, to have the right kind of faith. Yes. And, and they're putting the emphasis on what they can basically, uh, you know, uh, achieve or, or pull together, you know, yeah. and, and we're always deficient. I said that before, you know, faith is, is, uh, is, I hate to use the phrase faith is for losers, but it's faith for strugglers. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. so, uh, it, it's not faith in you and, and your big faith It's faith in a big God. So yes. we, we come to God by grace through faith. faith. And so grace is not just unmerited favor as we've heard it yes. defined but grace is also divine enablement that yes. god gives more and, grace yes. you know and that's you know when uh, the angel is saluting mary you know he says you're highly favored Favorite. literally is much grace so i mean it is by the grace of god that we are able to come to faith and to be able yes. to uh to to connect with god on that way and uh, i think about about just how miserable it was to be an alien uh, and not know God, yeah. a stranger and an alien from the promises. And the the most tangible thing to me that came with with coming to faith was the peace of God that yes. really flooded my heart and mind, kept my heart and mind, and that I was suddenly able to know I didn't have to fear God yeah. in the way that I had as as a sinner. And I didn't have to fear the future because I could trust God and know, as you said, that he's faithful and that by faith, he is taking me on. Yeah. You know, he's sending his spirit yeah. into my heart. He's adopting me. He's, Absolutely. He's, and, you know, he's put those words, Abba, in, in yes. my heart and in my mouth, Abba, Father. So the joy of faith is that it isn't based on us. It yeah. isn't up to us. Pressure's it, it, off. The pressure is off, and and it's really it, it's just it's like you know, um, without the Lord, we're we're literally living without a net, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. But faith is 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 the loving arms of God to catch us yeah. when we when we say, God, I'm at the end of my rope to try to reform myself, to try to do better, yeah, to try to be a Christian. I don't think there are any Christians. I think there are people in whom Christ lives. Yes. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Right. What do you, you think? Yeah. And it, I think faith is the key. Faith is the key to what? It's the key. It's like when you get into your car, you know, we're blessed now to have technology. A lot of us, you know, uh, key, you, if you got the key in your pocket, you can press the button. But if the, the key is not close enough to, to, to activate, you can't get in. 
like my home. I've got a keypad. I, I put the combination in. It opens the lock. And faith is actually the physical key to open up the scriptures. When you when you have faith in the word, then it unlocks the whole thing for you. I mean, it's literally it's 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 the universal key to the Bible to 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 uh, an abundant life to living uh, living in Christ. It's a faith walk, and it's every step. But when you have the faith, faith is the key that unlocks the door. And yeah. that, that's why I've always looked at faith. It's it's uh it's not a magic potion. It's not a abracadabra. You know, I've got faith, so I've got the right you know right mix. And no, it's it, I have faith in God, and God is the one that opens that door. And so that's the key to unlocking the scriptures. You know, so there's so many promises that God has in His Word for us. But if we don't have faith in God, then they're empty. They're they're not activated. We're not close enough. I've gotten the car. I don't know if anybody has ever done this and and try to hit. I don't have my key in my pocket. Yeah, I, yeah. I may yeah, have had faith of, that's that I one had. Of the, it. Yeah. That's one of the problems with this, all these uh, new ignitions. You know, this key, keyless, keyless ignition. Keyless. You think you're all ready to go, and then you you've already locked the house. You're in the car, and then oh. yeah. And, yeah, but faith is the key, and and it's uh, and it's faith in God. Yeah, and, and that's the key. Amen. And so the the joy that you find on the other side of faith right. is that God has restored us by faith to the kind of relationship yes. we were really created for yeah. with him. And, you know, I, I think we can't ever really assess the gospel, the good news that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself with with without fully uh, uh, appreciating and focusing on that reality that we were made to walk with God yes. and we can know God. Amen. We can walk with him by faith. You're here with us on a priority talk live WXJC uh, 101.1. We appreciate you being with us. Tom Littleton sitting in for Greg Davis. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Priority Talk Live. This is Tom Littleton sitting in with Jason and my other brother, Jason. And we are doing uh, this for Greg Davis because he ain't here. But uh, we're glad you're here. Glad you joined us. Uh, If you want to call in and uh, give us your two cents worth, let your opinions be known. You have something to say. Uh, We're talking about faith and family values. You can call in 205-941-1011. Uh, you can find us on 101.1 FM, 850 AM, or WXJCRadio.com. Good news and Christian values. That's what this program is about. Greg does a great job. We appreciate you loyal listeners. Uh, today, we were we were bouncing around this uh, topic of um, faith and family values, because you hear that a lot during uh, campaign season. It's a lot of popular slogan. I think some candidates really get it. They yes. know what they mean when yes. they're saying it. And some don't but it's just a popular phrase to kind of connect with the voters there but uh we were talking a theme uh verse at the top of the uh, first hour joshua 24 
Joshua is charging them about uh, uh, the children of Israel, about their fate and their families. And he's challenging them against idolatry, the yes. idolatry where they came from, the idolatry where they've been, the idolatry where they are. And he says, you can serve any of these gods. You just need to choose yeah. or you can serve the living God. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And uh, so, you know, of course they say, oh, we will serve the Lord. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he challenges them. Oh, yeah. And he says, um, uh, Joshua said to the people, uh, verse 19, he says, you cannot serve the Lord. That's not a very encouraging <laughs> response, is it? He says, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God, and he will not forgive you your transgressions nor your sins. So he knew these people. Yes. He knew they gave lip service, mm. right? You agree? Mm. Yes. Uh, so no he's calling them out because they've been, they've been trying, they've been standing in the divide. And yeah. so they've been worshiping God and flirting with all the idols of the culture. Yes. And, uh, and newest, the newest thing, right. thing that came through. And so we say, well, there's no idols today. Man, there's <laughs> idols everywhere. Uh, you know, yes. we were talking about, uh, you know, uh, some of the news related to Roe v. Wade and right. it all being overturned. All this stuff's really rooted in idolatry. Yes. So uh, Joshua really hits the point. If we're going to hold to God's faith in God and, and, and values that will benefit God's life in our families, that's really yes. biblically faith and family values then we have to be faithful to the Lord and he is a jealous God. Yes. It's like he doesn't get too timed. He doesn't put up with uh, with, with any of this monkey business, yes. you know, God and idols. It's always a bad combination. No part-time servants. No part-time servants. Yeah, That's yeah. true. Very, very, well, very well said. Now, I'm reading something. I brought this with me. You may be wondering why I have this. <laughs> uh, the reason we've gathered here today, uh, the, the great narrative, this is for a better future. This is by uh, Klaus Schwab and Terry Mallard. These are the guys with the World Economic Forum. I work a lot with, uh, um, with um, Michael and Dell's network and with uh, Brandon House, yes. Worldview Weekend. And so this has been a big topic because a, yeah. a lot of what's going on in the world today is summed up in this movement. It's a globalist movement. Hmm. And you can't read the book of Revelation and not see some of oh, this yeah. stuff overshadowed. When people are calling for world governance, they're calling for a world narrative, one world. a one world mm -hmm. order. Uh, this stuff is happening, folks. Oh, yeah. you know, and so I'm reading this book. And so people say, you know, if I quote from this, I, I could quote and not say where it's coming. People say, you sound like a conspiracy theory. <laughs> but actually, they're owning it. They're really proud oh, of it. Yeah. But one of the things that they own is their opposition to God. Uh, the, the, there's one, one young guy, uh, uh, Harari, who is a, a, a primary assistant, a gay guy who's primary assistant to Klaus Schwab. He says the days of individual faith and this idea that Jesus rose from the dead, this individual uh, free will, a person having free will, all that's over. That's over. And humans are hackable, programmable beings. Mm. So they think they've arrived, uh, you know, and have basically they can put us in a box and manage all of us. And so uh, I'm telling you, God just loves breaking out of the box. Hmm. Have you found that to be true? Well, you can't fit him in a box for sure. <laughs> and and but people like it nice and packaged. But I love to serve a God that I can't figure out. Yeah. I love to serve a God that I, I I can't put my whole arms around. Now, I do yeah. love the God that we have that puts his whole arms around us. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when I watch these globalist guys, yes. I think about, okay, so all the stuff you think you got figured out, uh, let's step back just a minute to that little conversation God had with Job, right? <laughs> uh, 
uh, which Job is a powerful picture of faith because yes. he he gets reduced to to the bottom line of faith. You know, I know though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That's bottom That's line it. faith. That's it? it. But the um, you know the and look what Job's family went no. through. I mean, it, it was a lot. But God finally sits Job down. The friends are off in the other room or the other tent, or they've already left or something. Yeah. But he says, "Okay, where were you?" Yeah. So I think about these guys. You know, uh, God, God will have that little "Where were you?" Uh, conversation. conversation oh, with yeah. him. And and you know, God has a way of putting us in our place. Oh he? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So this uh, second hour, we're going to talk some about uh, the Christian uh, family and uh, just the, what that really means. What biblical family really means. Deuteronomy 6, he says, all these words I've commanded you today uh, shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, yes. when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. Our day is to be filled yes. with the word of God. Now, you've got a great family. Quickly, just tell me. Okay. Uh, I know you guys minister a lot together. You share yes. common faith. Uh, just give me a two-minute thumbnail on what that's like. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, our girls, uh, I've uh, got oldest daughter named Eden. She's 23, and she leads worship uh, different places and uh, and with our family. Uh, my youngest daughter, Farah, she's 20, and my wife, Sandy, and I have just celebrated 25 years. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Congratulate. Uh, Congratulations, uh, Greg. Uh, You've got an anniversary yeah, out yeah, there. Greg as well. And uh, so we, we go places and uh, to sing. Uh, I'm on a keyboard. Uh, my wife sings a part. My daughter sings another part. The other daughter sings a part. So it's, there's a lot of harmony there. And, and so there's, there's something there, physical harmony, that you hear in your ears. But there's also some spiritual things there as well. Uh, we're we're unison in one heart and one mind. I, I've always said it on Sunday. We're the most unified that we are any other day of the week. For instance, when we're looking at the screen and we're seeing the lyric on the screen and we're all singing the same thing to the same God, it's, it's a powerful thing when we're unified. And, and God, he, he commands a blessing on unity. And so when the family unit is not only uh, unified and they're doing the same thing for the same purpose and walking their faith out and singing these things, it doesn't matter what's going on around us. It seems like our world is all falling apart. But when we get there and we're worshiping God, uh, it, it's, a, it's a powerful thing. It's a, very, it's, a very, it's a tool that the enemy does not like. Yeah. You, you get the feeling when you're experiencing that, that the meter is kind of bumping around what God intended, right? That's, Absolutely. This is what family is supposed to be, one in the faith. And and the Word of God is tried and true. It still works, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Bring up your kids in the way they should go. Yes. They're, they're not going to depart. And, Absolutely. And so this this investment yields fruit. Yes. you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so parents who are out there and at a loss... Yeah. Uh, and maybe they've made a lot of mistakes. It's not over, right? No, uh, it's not. It, it's never over with God because, you know, God is a redeemer. And uh, he can put a lot of broken pieces back together. Yeah. And you know? we're created in his image. And so uh, we have to remember that when we see something, the, the facts may be your child is away from the Lord. But the truth says you put the seed inside them. Yeah. You continue to speak life into them regardless of what you see you're not naming it claiming it blabbing it grabbing it you're you're utilizing your right as a as a parent as as given charge over this the seed 
I mean, we go all the way back to Roe v. Wade. I mean, this seed that, that, that God entrusted you with to grow and to cultivate and pour into and to love and speak to, you know, they say that you speak to plants and bring life to them. Uh, how much more if you speak life to, to flesh? Yeah. How much and life and bring them? Well, at the same time, the family is a delight to God and it is the object of the devil's hatred, isn't it? So it is a bit of a war zone, and that's why you have to have the unity among yourselves and and be united in the faith and and, uh, anchored in the Word when you lie down and when you rise up. Okay, you're going to hang with us, uh, please, for more here on Priority Talk Live. This is WXJC. Tom Littleton, Jason Hallcock, sitting in for Greg Davis. We'll be right back. Box Mortgage, NMLS, 184762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212-055. I just want to talk about my experience with Fox Mortgage. Cordarius Witherspoon is another very happy Fox Mortgage customer. They were able to get us refinanced. We saved about 1.8% on our interest rate, and that saved us thousands of dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. We were able to also do a cash payout on our mortgage with that refinance, and we were able to pay off a lot of debt, so it was great for us. If you're looking to refinance your mortgage, I would highly recommend Fox Mortgage. The people over there at Fox Mortgage, Jody, Dawson, Melody, all of them were persistent in getting the rate that I needed, and they were really helpful. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage and President Jim Corey, they create lasting relationships with their clients. Young adults call on Jim for their mortgage needs because their parents enjoyed an excellent mortgage experience maybe years ago. Put Fox Mortgage to work for you. Call Jim and his team at 205-661-6868. They're quick as a fox. Call them at 205-661-6868. Hello, welcome back. Tom Littleton and Jason Hawcock sitting in for Greg Davis here on Priority Talk Live. Yes, live live and in studio. Uh, We're here on WXJC 101.1 FM 850 AM. Hey, you callers, you've been quiet out there in radio land. Call in 205-941-1011. We're talking about faith and family values more than a campaign slogan. So uh, we're uh, really wanting to do a deep dive into uh, these issues, and we spent the first uh, hour talking about uh, faith and what saving faith is, what it isn't, uh, but uh, in the midst of an idolatrous uh, culture. uh, But looking at um, family, you know, I'm from a broken home, and uh, that was, like, I was really young, and my parents, you know, the meltdown took a long time, so it was pretty catastrophic even before the big catastrophe happened, and uh, and I know that's the experience of a lot of people, so we have to remember that, and uh, and yet God is a redeemer, yes. and, um, you know, I, I wanted to learn from someone else's mistakes, you know, when <laughs> I became a dad, when I got married, when I became a dad, and started my own family, you know, and uh, to be really rooted in God. I'm an old yeah. dad, and uh, so I'm kind of <laughs> getting to be 
dad and granddad at the same time, sort of, sort of simultaneously. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, when I was thinking about this faith and family values, the first scripture that comes to mind, obviously, is uh, from um, from uh, Acts 16, you know, the, uh, we can believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and we'll be saved and our house. Now, that was from Paul to the Philippian jailer yes. who was ready to kill himself <clears throat> right. because there had been an earthquake. And, of course, you know what led up to that earthquake, of course, was well, praise the praise and, yeah. and worship. So um, In the midst of the, in of the midst trials. Of the trials. Yeah. Now, how did they do that? Well, they had faith. They did it by faith. They Absolutely. did it by faith. Right answer. So, um, <laughs> but the best thing... You know, is that faith is made for the crisis? Yes, like we've talked about, and and you know, and out of that, uh, 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 their their faith, their worship in the midst of that crisis came the conversion of yeah. a whole family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't that amazing? And faith is made in in the crisis, and faith is tested in the crisis. And I know that may be one step out of, out, out of what we were. Kind yeah, of you got thinking. ahead of me now. I, so. I don't want to get too far ahead, <laughs> but you know, it's be, it's a beautiful story because he was getting ready to to take his life. He literally was about to take his life, and he said, "Hey, wait!" Paul said, "Wait, why are you doing that?" You know, he was doing it because he was losing his prisoners, yeah. even though it wasn't his fault. He was losing. He, he was failing his job. Yeah. And uh, the beautiful thing is, the whole family got saved because of that. In the midst of a a catastrophic hopeless looking situation yeah and, and you know uh, some people really want to split hairs over this first and they say well it's not a blanket promise that your whole family is going to be saved but i'm gonna i'm gonna say salvation rocks a house yes it really does and so you know god rocked the prison this man came to faith and it swept through his house and so the the reality that you know salvation is that powerful yes. and you know, I've looked at, you know, I like working around ministries where people have come off the street or come out of addiction and stuff like this, because you see this miracle yes. over and over yes. again. And so it doesn't mean like suddenly, you know, everything's perfect. Everything's rosy. No. You know, you've got to walk this out and walk out the and, and give God's grace some some time and space you know, to work, but, uh, God does do miraculous things in families when, uh, a member comes to faith. Now I remember my dad, uh, when, when I was saved, it was pretty radical change. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was not, it, it was, uh, 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 night and day. Yeah. And so, you know, I would, I would see some of my old friends and stuff and they're all kind of looking at me <laughs> weird. And then, uh, and then of course my dad, I, I witnessed to him as my most robust Christian witness, you know, and <laughs> and then I started realizing, well, he's not going to get converted, you know. And of course, your family can be hard people oh, to witness yeah. to because they think they know you. Of course, they know the old you, that's for sure. sure. But um, I remember my dad just saying, "Okay, if, if I'm going to be saved." You're going to have to leave it in God's hands. And that was some wisdom because he wasn't going to listen to me. And, yeah. and you know, I did, you know, pretty quickly catch on that I couldn't kind of force it on yeah. him. Oh, and, uh, and, you know, and yet in our zeal, you know, they say new Christians who are so zealous, you know, need to be locked up for a little while. I don't <laughs> fully agree with that, but uh, but I can understand, you know, the, the concept, you yeah. know, so uh, going after your family. I mean, I, I've been an evangelist since I was first saved. I knew it immediately. That's what I was called mm-hmm. to do. And so I, I obviously was trying to evangelize my family, but I will add that Sometimes you're not the right one, and, yeah. and it's hardest coming from you. 
but yeah. still I maintain that that has a powerful impact in God's economy yes. you know, to, to sweep through the families. Now, parents have awesome responsibility. Uh, and um, hey, we got a call coming in here. Uh, uh, who we got here? Um, Charlotte? Yeah, Charlotte, you are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, I was I was getting this big waving motion coming from Jason <laughs> in the control center, and he, and so we had had a call. You're our first today, so welcome to the program. All right. Charlotte. Yeah, Thank so, you. So Thank you, got, you. I appreciate it. You got about a minute and a half. Uh, tell us what All you got. All right. Uh, well, you were talking about the, uh, I had to step out of the car earlier, but I was listening to it beforehand, and I just got back in the vehicle, but I was hearing you guys, you know, talking about the faith, family values, and whatnot, and um, about, you talking about the abortion and whatnot, like that, okay, for instance, you know, I'm a Christian, born and raised in church, which that doesn't mean anything, but I'm just saying, you know, I've been around it, and familiar with everything, what about the people, because I mean, I'm not as I guess you could say, as where I'm not where I want to be as far as my knowledge of the word. I'm working yeah. on that. You know, that's well, always a pro- process. Can you hang but, on? Can you hang on yeah. till after the break? Can you hang on and and we'll come yeah. back with you and we'll yeah. talk some more. Okay. Okay. Hey, Priority Talk listeners, Greg Davis here, and I want to tell you about the newest sponsor to the show, and that's Pesty.com. Pesty.com is pest control just done better. Pesty.com uses pro-grade formulas to defend your home against all kinds of pests, and it's delivered directly to your door. It's easy to use and safe for the kids and pets, and at one quarter of the cost of traditional pest control companies, it's a no-brainer. Pesty.com is backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not satisfied, they'll refund your money 100%. So check them out at Pesty.com. That's P-E-S-T-I-E.com. And protect your home or business this season. Make sure you use the promo code GREG at checkout. That's Pesty.com and use the promo code G-R-E-G at checkout to save 10% off your order. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Hello and welcome back. Tom Littleton here with uh, Jason Hawcox uh, sitting in for Greg Davis on Priority Talk Live, WXJC 101 FM. We got Charlotte on the phone. Are you still there, sister? Hey. Hello? You that, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes. And uh, you okay. are on the air. Sorry, uh, that, that uh, bottom of the hour break is a non-flexible, non-optional that is, uh, break. That's so. okay. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> Go for it. But, but what I was getting at was that, um, anyway, you know, I'm a Christian, uh, like I was saying, and, you know, we all come in contact with people that we know, close friends, you know, we try, or even just people that we just encounter day to day. And what about those that, uh, speaking of the abortion and all this situation, what about the ones that are aware of their, because I know a girl that um, is aware of her decision, you know, she had previously had an abortion, I mean, just put it out there, point blank. Anyway, and she is, uh, you know, she's talked to me about it before, but like I said, my knowledge of the word, 
which is what I try to, you know, do better on, and I try to study in it all the time. But, you know, sometimes you feel like what you're saying is not enough to them. And, you know, they feel like they're, you know, they're, they've committed the all-time, I guess you could say, sin, or the, you know, and they think there's no hope for them. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, and it's a big uh, burden to carry. I fully get right. that. Yeah, and the thing is, we have to remember, if God should mark iniquity, no one would stand, right? I mean, if it was just God's right, right. Uh, goal to play gotcha over sin, yeah. we all have been got, right? And right, and this right. is a big one because of how it weighs on your conscience, and especially for a mother, which I would emphasize that this is the big lie of the whole pro-abortion movement, because they can tell women it's just tissue, it's not a life, um, you know, that uh, they're, you know, at this stage in, in you terminate the pregnancy, it's no big deal. But uh, the woman's body knows different. And, right. and, and emotionally, you know, there's that movement within her over yearning over what is in her womb. And so this is all part of the big lie that uh, women are not being having their rights protected. They're being harmed. They're being victimized. And, right. you know, and the abortion agenda is a much bigger thing. The political agenda behind it is a much bigger thing than uh, than oh, women's yeah. rights or or what do they call it? Uh, family planning. They have nice names family for all planning. this. But it's right. just, it's, it makes it sound a lot better. But, right. You know. So they're just glossing yeah, over this thing. But I would urge you to uh, help her uh, uh, look toward God's mercy and realize that the, the as pressed as she feels under the weight of her sin, that God's love and mercy is more than enough. Yes. It is an abundance over and above her sense of guilt and so this is the thing uh, sin brings uh, guilt and guilt brings shame yeah. and jesus took that shame on himself he bore our sin and our shame so uh you have anything to add to that no i think it's great i definitely you know reach out to her and say you know she can get forgiveness it's not the end even though the mistake was made it was not a, a it's not the end jesus yeah. it brings there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if she, she has to make that exchange, I cannot imagine, uh, I cannot imagine uh, that yeah. maybe the guilt, the shame, uh, the finality of what happened. But I, I just want to encourage you, you have faith in God and you've walked and you understand the, the power of forgiveness and he has, uh, there's no sin that she could commit that would cause her to be, you know, you're out. No more, you know, right. it's not so final. Shined, in other words, right, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and this is the thing, you know, Jesus stepped in and bore yes. all of that. The blow that was due to us, he paid the full price, the full penalty for our sin. And, you know, our sin doesn't shock God at all. Uh, he's he's uh, fully aware, and his eyes run to and fro in, in the earth. He knows, but he knows the deception of sin and how mm -hmm. it hardens our heart. And so... The biggest challenge for us is to to turn our heart to God and have God soften our hearts so that sin doesn't have that ultimate victory of destroying us and destroying yeah. our ability to uh, to repent. And, you know, the, the best thing that I found about God when I came to faith was that he loved me at my yes. most rotten. Yes. He loved me yeah. at my very worst. He loved me failures, warts and all. And, yeah. and not yet, just at your best, but at your right. worst. Right. right. 
and and he was willing to change me that's the thing he he wasn't just going to forgive me and leave me yeah. in the in the mess you know and i always felt like god kind of got his hands dirty when he saved me and and yet he's going to clean you up and he, he doesn't save us to do to get our sin he saves us to get us yes and yeah. to, and save us out of our sin but anyway Absolutely. we appreciate we appreciate your call charlotte god bless you God keep you. Thank you. Thank right. you. Thank y'all. God bless y'all. God Thanks bless you. for what you're doing. Enjoying the show. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. Uh, we're here on Priority Talk Live on uh, WHJC 101. FM, you're back with us with uh, uh, Greg Davis not being here, but uh, two um, somewhat suitable substitutes, um, uh, Jason Holcox, who's a pastor, and Greg has been a pastor himself. Yeah. And uh, so uh, those of you, you've got some questions or anything you want to call in, 205-941-1011. Uh, we're talking about faith and family values, how important it is for us to understand what saving faith is, what it isn't, and then to understand how uh, important it is to uh, laying a foundation for us to build our lives and our families on. So this is more than a campaign slogan. You know, one of the Big Ten commandments <laughs> is to honor your father and mother. It's the first commandment with promise, so your days might be long oh, upon the earth. Yeah. Now. If you remember, I was a rebellious kid. I confess that, <laughs> uh, and God knew that. Uh, but uh, you know, rebellion got a pretty stiff penalty in the old uh, covenant, didn't oh, yeah. it? It was it was a stoning offense. Yeah, yeah, because it's very important. You know, yes. we, there's there's two sides to responsibility within the family. That's the the, the parents toward the kids, and, and the kids. then of course the kids right. toward the parents. So. What have you learned in your years of pastoring and your own uh, faith uh, with uh, with this issue? Oh, absolutely. You know, it, my dad used to say the a saying, what goes around comes around. Now, that's not in the Bible, but it is in, in, in a sense, whatever whatsoever a man sows, he will reap. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was I was kind of I was an obstinate child as well. Uh, and, Did you and, say obstinate? Yeah, that hmm. at times, and there was at times <laughs> that uh, that I probably didn't was not the friendliest to to my mom and my dad. But and you know you you think you see yourself in your children. You see, hmm. it, and a lot of times you don't see well, that the, can be scary. Yes, a lot of times you don't see the good attributes. You pass the bad ones on. You're like, <laughs> could you not? Yeah, you, know, you know. But it goes through. But and it, then it, there's that horrible moment. When for the first time you realize you sound just like your parents. You sound like your parents. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and you also that moment you you realize, well, I wish I hadn't I hadn't done that or this. But, you know, at the end of the day, your your kids know you're not perfect. They will come. Yeah, they got that figured out. They got that figured out. (laughs) But they but, but they they will see your love for your heavenly father. And if you can model that by your faith, your faith walk. Uh, what what your source is, you know. They say what 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 your what comes inside of you comes out when you're squeezed under pressure. Yeah. Um. And, and so I, I truly believe that you know you, you you like you said the scripture you know raise a child up, and they'll not depart. Uh. They may they may wonder here and there and my kids aren't perfect and you know I I'm I'm sure you know you you guys you and Karen raising Seth you know there's there's some there's some days you're like ah. Oh, but at the end of the day, you say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm, I'm striving for God. The grace, the mercy, we, we extended even to Charlotte to extend to her friend uh, under the time of condemnation and, and all the things. We're not perfect, but we are searching after and striving and seeking to be a godly 
uh, parent to our, ch- our children, and we want to be godly children to our parents as well. Both yeah. might have passed, uh, but I, I think about them all the time, and I hear their voices, and I watched, I saw my dad and my mom faithful serve in the church, and there's there's no doubt that those seeds are coming to fruition through me. Yeah. Yeah, and we're living out the answer to a lot of their prayers. Absolutely. Oh, so, yeah. um, well, I, you know, I think back about, um, you know, growing up with a, a, a kind of a mixed heritage, a godly uh, heritage on one side and then kind of the, the bootlegger, you know, on the other <laughs> side. And the, um, you know, to watch God's redemption in that, you know, uh, over time and uh, how many of my cousins and siblings, you know, have gone on to serve the Lord. and. Yes. You know, God's not looking for perfect pieces to fit into his mosaic. I almost hate using that word. Uh, but uh, the um, uh, but God is building a story. You know, yes. that's very popular language these days. Yes. But really, it's 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 God's story that's being written in living stones. Yes. He's building a building of living stones. And so our lives are to be living testimonies. Yes. And so. Uh, you know, the work isn't finished until God's done with it, you know, yeah. and and it's his glory that he's he's seeking and revealing. Yeah. And so that can come from our failure, not that we should sin so that grace may abound, as Paul Absolutely warned. Uh, we don't we're not flagrant about it. But when we come humbly and know that you yeah. know, God can redeem, you know, what the enemy has destroyed. And uh, I'm thankful for that because, uh, you know, that's that's the beauty of the good news that uh, God came uh with perfection uh to to heal us and to basically redeem all of the imperfection Amen. that Amen. sin has created and i use the sin word i mean i don't like all this will falling short right. or whatever sin, i mean sin. sin sin i mean uh i was a wreck and yeah. and you know i mean uh, i remember one of my friends he was saved in prison and we were both at a church meeting where youth meeting where we were both going to share our testimonies and he was older much older than me and uh he said um uh, you know the good thing about us is when jesus found us we didn't have a self-righteous leg to stand on <laughs> uh we got a call coming in wanda uh from coleman uh go ahead wanda hello there um y'all are doing good i'm enjoying this amen um and um, you're making a lot of good points, and you're helping me. But I'm calling in because, um, as you were talking to the young lady um, uh, about guilt, and the enemy really loves to put guilt on us. Oh yeah. And in a way, in a way, it's kind of like y'all, y'all tell me after if you if you see this in a way that I was. I was raised in church, and I never went out and did a whole bunch of bad stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was just your basic good girl, okay? Uh, very blessed and fortunate to have grown up in the in grown, grown up knowing Jesus. And, um, you know, it's kind of hard to feel like you're a bad sinner <laughs> when you hadn't done nothing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, sin is our and, uh, state, not just our uh, actions. So that's, that's uh, sums it up. You know, it, it, and I'm 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 really serious about this because um, there's a lot of folks like me, and you know, Jesus died for our sins. Yes, but, but you don't really have any personal feeling of 
being bad enough or I mean like it's kind of like they're a theoretical sinner because that I never we learned because Adam sinned and we all became sin. Yes. So yes we're sinners. And we we're not sinners because we sin. We sin because we're sinners. Yeah. And as I get older, of course, and further along in my Christian uh, maturity, I'm 82 now, um, we see that there's all, all lots of other kinds of sins mm-hmm. besides the kind that we hear about. And they're like quiet sins that don't show up. They're like attitudes and judging and, um, and just a, kind of a lingering sense of pride somehow mm-hmm. or other. Yeah. And, and almost... Um, I'm wondering if one side of a guilt is is a kind of a pride, like I should have been better than to do that. Mm. Yeah, which that can be, you know, rooted in I, in our own I, righteousness. I, I, yeah. Are you with me, especially folks yes. like me? Yes, yes, um, I hear you. We're going to have to take a break, uh, but we're going to we'll, we'll speak. We're going to have to take a break, and uh, and okay. we'll be back. Uh, this is uh, Priority Talk Live WXJC. This is Tom Littleton sitting in with uh, Jason Hallcox for Greg Davis. We'll be right back. Fox Mortgage NMLS one eight four seven six two. Jim Corey NMLS two one two zero five five. Six years ago was my opportunity to get the first loan through Fox Mortgage and Jim. He was able to get me a pretty decent rate at the time. And six years later, I'm looking at a refi. Gary talks about his mortgage experience working with Fox Mortgage president, Jim Corey. I was actually with a military-friendly banking institution and was going with them initially. And then I had an issue with trying to track down a VA certificate of eligibility. And I called Jim's office. When I asked him the question, he says, well, any reason you're not going with me again? So I said, well, I, I thought I got the best rate. And he says, well, let me let me check. So he, he checked, and he actually beat the rate that I was currently thinking that it couldn't be beat. So he's a repeat performer. Uh, he's phenomenal in everything he does. He keeps the ball rolling. I can't say enough about how pleasant the experience was. He made everything easy. We went through and closed in less than 30 days. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now. 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his team, let them go to work for you, Jody, Dawson, Melody. Look, they're great partners, and they will help you find the right program at the lowest rate with the lowest closing costs. They're ready to go to work for you today for that dream home, maybe your first home, refinancing, possibly a cash out to pay for some bills or some other things you've got in front of you. Let his team go to work for you today at 205-661-6868. It's Fox Mortgage and Jim Corey where they're quick as a fox, 205-661-6868. Hi, this is Mike Reagan, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. All right, welcome back. Tom Littleton, uh, Jason Hallcox, and Jason, the man in the nerve center. We've been with you for almost two hours, and now we're on this last segment. Believe it or not, these 
Hours go fast. We appreciate you joining us here on Priority Talk Live, 101.1 FM. Uh, We were talking about faith and family values. I'm going to say something that may be uncomfortable. Uh, As a matter of fact, it will be. But, you know, we're preachers. That's our business, right? So um, one of the things, a verse that really pops out at me um, is... um, Warning in First uh, Timothy, he says, but if anyone does not provide for his own and especially those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Now, that's some pretty sharp words from Paul. Oh, yeah. But you know what? It reminds me of this fact. And I'm speaking man to man here to you and and to everybody out there in radio land. Um, the dads are to be the anchor of yes. this. I mean, we, we're to be the priest in our household and we're to set the tone. And it's inescapable that we bear a, a particular responsibility uh, to our families in the faith. And would you agree with that, oh, Pastor? Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it falls from the head. It's almost like kind of tie into the last story we talked about, the, the jailer and his whole household. What happened? They followed suit. When he gave his life over to Christ, he, the whole household was saved, and we there's statistics we read them all the time. If the, if if the man gets in church and if the man is leading that, that the fi- the family follows in behind it. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's obvious. Yeah, and, and just too often we're the weak link uh, yeah. in, in families, and you know uh, we're because we should be setting the tone. We can really uh, uh, cause a lot of God's intentions to collapse. And bring a lot of uh, vulnerability yes. to our families if we're not being the sort of the guard, the guard and the, yes. the, the man of faith that uh, we're called to be. And again, that's something God gives us the enablement. We had uh, on the phone earlier um, Wanda from Coleman. She was talking about uh, feeling like maybe she wasn't bad enough or sinful enough. But, you, you know, I think it's a matter of, of the standard we're comparing ourselves with. Right. Because. Yes. Uh, if we compare ourselves to those around us, we don't look so bad. But uh, but if we compare ourselves to the holy and living God, oh, yeah. we, then suddenly we realize our need. Right? You, that's you, a, that's a scheme of the devil, by the yeah. way. He wants to let you know hey, you're not that bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, I used to ask uh, the question a lot of times. Was asked the question as a youth pastor, how how far can I go, and not you know they want to tiptoe the line and i heard uh, uh, a pastor say just recently said you know how i don't fall off the cliff i just don't get close to the edge yeah why would you be dancing uh, near (laughs) the edge but you know it's it's a struggle because one of the hindrances to our to to finding christ righteousness is our own righteousness but of course we know from the scripture that it's all filthy rags i mean the very best we can do is filthy (laughs) disgusting rags and you know, spiritual pride is a serious yes. sin in itself. So if we think we're okay, then it's it's, it's absolute proof that we we are not. If right. we uh, you know if we start seeing God for who He is, so uh, we pray for you know us navigating uh, those uh, realities. Yes. Um, I kind of wanted to end with this. Um, you know, there's a big effort to pervert the faith, and uh, when we look at where we are today, I mean, New Age beliefs and sort of multi-faith uh interfaith uh dialogue this kind of stuff i mean there's even we don't have time to get into it a lot but uh i know there's a big push within christian education to yes. with uh to to merge faith and science you know and yeah. 
uh, I've had a friend who'd been reading a lot toward this, and there's a lot of money moving that conversation. I mean, $150 million a year in grant money wow. moving that conversation yeah. uh, among all faiths. Yes. So it's an interfaith movement, and it's to dislodge people of faith from their sacred text, yes. in the case of Christians, from our biblical yes. uh, faith. Our it's faith a dilution the of, yeah. of the true pureness of yeah. the gospel. So right, and, and and this is really an impossibility. Yes. That we can merge our faith, and, and uh, there's a, a movement. It's called theistic evolution, yes. and, and yeah, and so we can bring the idea of of uh, evolutionary science and put that in with creation. But suddenly, it, it starts morphing our view of Genesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, what's on the the discussion is uh, Genesis one through eleven. Right. And then I'm seeing more and more people sort of buying into this because they want to see their faith sort of earn respect among the, the ideas, you know, of the, of the time. And this is one of those type of seductions that comes with a culture where we're seeking to find acceptance and relevance, even a, a place of relevance and standing for the gospel according to man's wisdom right. and not God. So. What are we going to put our faith in? I mean, we've seen a lot of things shaking people's faith, and we've seen a lot of things changing. The church is, as we said in the first hour, under attack. Mm -hmm. The family is under attack. Our faith is under attack. So we have to step back and say, I want to find the authentic, genuine Mm -hmm. article, the faith that will save me, the faith that will change me, the faith that is true and not a lie, and the faith that will endure the holy gaze of a holy God. Do you agree, brother? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. And it's all or nothing. It really is. And when we do sell out, we see God do miraculous things. And and we, we, we do taste and see that he is good in the abundant life. Amen. You've been with us here on Priority Talk Live. This was uh, Tom Littleton sitting in with uh, with uh, Jason Hawcox and Jason in the control room for Greg Davis. And uh, we pray God bless you and appreciate you being with us. These places and